Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? UVX10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's eufy.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Lem Sisse is an incredible poet, like a really exceptional wordsmith. He wrote a brilliant book called My Name is Why that was an examination of his early life and childhood where he was adopted. He was taken from his mother. He was adopted and they lied to him really for decades and kind of hid him from his own family. It was a really dark, twisty tale and um, really traumatic for him. He's come through it as a person with the most you know it's that thing I always say the more the more trauma you survive the more superpowers you have and he is a person imbued with many many superpowers it's like he's been waiting to come in the family on the yeah. sidelines for a while I'm like come in please yeah. bring what? you and your lovely words I mean his words oh, some of the poetry this book that he's written is called morning poems stay right there I'm gonna get it let the light pour in morning poems I'm gonna read one I've just opened it randomly so I opened them, the curtains and page, light flooded in and out the rage. I mean, come on! What? A person who can use so few words to have such deep, big impact is pretty extraordinary. He's a magical human being. It's going to be a special it's, one with yeah. someone like Lem, right? Yes, absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to meeting Sabrina because she just seems to be quite an exceptional woman who is a, her, her own force of nature. You know, she seems like she's kind of carved a path through the kind of world of hairstyling in a way that she's taken it into an art form. She's one of those kind of people, you know. Uh, yeah, and has created her own business. I literally, in my notes, I wrote Sabrina underneath hair, full stop. I just want to talk hair. I mean, and I you, might... you... <laughs> Aren't allowed to huff and puff. She's already doing it, rolling her eyes. My mum will not talk about my hair with me. That's not true. We've been talking about your hair for 39 years. No, I... am just tired. No, I stopped talking to you about about four years ago. It's not true. Yeah, you cut me... 
I really wanted to do a bush tea. You know, the last series was all throughout the summer and now it's a really different season and I love teas, I love hot teas. And I love doing different combinations and today we're doing bay leaves, rosemary, thyme, uh, lemongrass and grated palm sugar, which is a bit like fudge. And I just want something that feels really healing. I also wanted to put something in that's good for the mind. That's why there's loads of rosemary in it. Just like you said, I feel like great minds are coming to our table. is some coconut rice. This is barbecue. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's deli rice. This is, Mikita calls it deli rice because he fluffs it, steams it out, fluffs it. And Wait a minute, who does that? Uh, deli. Randell. So deli rice is this. Deli rice is usually jasmine, but you can do whatever rice and then just butter and oh, then fluff nice. and thyme. Fresh thyme. When you've cooked it, just leave the lid on yes. and then you fluff it up with a fork. Ah. Yes. yes. I didn't even yes. know that. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yes. And why do you leave it? Is that so the lid is on so the steam goes this, through yeah, the rice? Yes, it steams right up into the pot, you see. Wow. So we have got deli rice, which is a coconut light with a little bit of fresh thyme. We've got barbecued aubergine that we dress with chestnut honey and a little bit of shoyu. And then it's got avocado and green seasoning, like an aji verde, little like Peruvian vibes on the top, a bit of lime Beautiful. and some spring onions. This is roast pumpkin and spiced roast pumpkin and spinach with fresh coriander. And this is, well, I keep saying we're making um, <laughs> chicken curry and he goes, curry chicken. Curry it's chicken. curry chicken. chicken. Curry so chicken. we've got curry chicken yeah. as well. And then I've made like a little pickle. This is mm. a red onion scenario. This is sensational. Just to cut through some of the richness. <laughs> right? Yes. So, so we're having a party. Please help yourselves. Right? Help yourselves. Please, Sabrina, go, go, yeah. go, okay. in, you go don't, in. You don't need to ask oh, me to. Go in, go in. <laughs> Lem, welcome to our house. Welcome to our home. I'm so glad you could make it. Who have you brought with you as a guest? Andy, I have brought with me um, Sabrina. Um, Sabrina Kidd is, a, is your full name. And um, so really it means a lot to be able to introduce Sabrina to you and you to Sabrina. Well, you're very welcome. Yes, absolutely. Welcome I mean, especially with that face. Look at <laughs> yeah, that face. No, she walks around with this face all the time, doesn't she? She, she walks around with the face, but look at the teeth. <laughs> I know, right? Those Even. are some crazy... She has got some American teeth thing going on. <laughs> Sometimes I just follow the teeth. Because every, when, I walk, when you walk down Hagney, people just stop. It's the light. They're blinded by the teeth. Follow the light. <laughs> I'm remembering Cheltenham Literature Festival. Yeah, yeah. When was that? Oh, that was 2019. 2019. And I interviewed you for Sky Arts. Had my book just come out? Your my book had just come out. Yes. My name is Why it just came out. I say my book. <laughs> One of your books. I don't like to talk <laughs> about my books, but why are we on it? <laughs> I wonder which of the many <laughs> we Very made it successful. But now, come on, come on. If we're going to talk in the week that your book of poetry, your incredible new piece of work has gone in number six, Sunday Times bestseller. Let the light let, pour let, in. Let's let the light pour in. Let's I, let know, the light pour I'm, in. I feel flushed with light. It's just an exciting time. And mm. and, uh, and it is number six. And it, and and it in is. The, in the best selling. Come on now. Yeah. And it's a book of poetry. Yeah. Right? Which, which doesn't happen. I mean, ever. In fiction, you know, it's... 
So here's to doing things that have never been done. Here's to letting the light pour all the way in. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. And that moment you walked up onto the stage, you and I looked at each other and we were both humming with energy. And it felt like a really big full circle moment to me. It was like these two people who've been working yeah. away yeah. steadily for yeah. years at yeah, yeah. the things that they love, the yeah, things absolutely. that they do. And for some reason, like, we kind of yeah, coalesced. It was, yeah, it was lovely. And we were both coming through, yeah. breaking through the cloud yeah. at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. It was one of the, I mean, I was being interviewed by you, yeah. you know, and I, and I thought, what a beautiful thing. My book is doing, has done, it did really well, My yeah. Name Is Why. But to be, for you, for you to be the person there, I thought, oh, this, I'm at home here, you know. Yeah. And, and and you you are you know and I felt I felt honoured to be on your show. It was beautiful. But I felt really I felt like I was like yeah this is how this is how it works when you do the work when nobody's looking mm. you do the work. Wow. Mm. Nobody's looking what? and you do. And you the can work. tell and you can see it in people when yeah. they when they you know. Totally. That's so that's true that you said that. That's what I did at the beginning of this year. I wrote down what work will you do when only you are looking, mm. and nice. it has really changed my shit up, Lem. That's I was right. like. Because it's like only my eyes are yeah, on this. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean for what I want to do? Yeah. And it's quite an intense conversation with yourself. <laughs> that's an important one, though. Mm. If and you're going to get through, right? If yeah, you're going to get through, because that, that sustains you, man. Mm. That also, the question you. is, why do you do the work? What are you doing yeah. it for? Are you doing it for other people to see it? Obviously, we all want to connect. Yeah. When you're a creative person, you're making, you know, there's artistic output. You want to connect, but... I think there also has to be some kind of connection to yourself mm. that you need to express. You need to get it out, right? In whatever shape or form it takes. Because you've done a lot of... You're oh, so excited to talk to you about hair. <laughs> oh, my God, Serena. <laughs> Someone is round the table that we really <laughs> want to talk about this. Or maybe you don't want to talk about it. Maybe you're no, sick no, no, of it. Because no. I like that, actually, Lem, in the piece of writing you wrote about who Sabrina was and the things she's done, you said that you actually quite like being called a hairdresser. But that's exactly what I do. But, I mean, mm. some people describe me as, like, a hair artiste. You yeah. always say yeah, this. Yeah. Um, stylist. Stylist. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned earlier, Andy, about doing something and why are you doing it and so sometimes I get a little bit comparative oh. or I'm like oh I should be doing this or should I do more editorial or should I do all these things and then I have to remember because I pay attention to how I physically respond right. or energetically in engage with other people so it's I like the exchange and I like that with my job I'm lucky I'm lucky enough to make people feel good yes. and vice versa so it's a really good exchange and for me that's extremely important yeah as well, well as doing the work of of hair. Of hair, yeah. exactly. Well, um, I think what does feel different when people are feeling what yeah. you do. Interesting you were talking about Cheltenham because that was a real beginning for us. And I, I imagine maybe for right. you as well in a yeah. new chapter. It felt very on the cusp of something. And it has been the most extraordinary three and a half years of our lives. And I think we felt it. I don't think we knew we were going to make work that was going to make people feel so much. Really or that things would move in the way that they yeah. don't. So, you know, because it's every step is more towards autonomy and empowerment so that you can make the choices for yourself so that other people aren't deciding for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think one of the things that happens when you're doing the work and no one's looking, you are very free. And then suddenly you get a certain amount, a level of success and other people start trying to tell you how to do mm. the work. And it's like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw somebody, there was an actress, the other day, she was going, I'm not scared of being poor. I've been poor for years. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to do what Absolutely. I want to do, whether you want me to do it or not. If you, and, you know, if you're here for it, then we'll do it together. And if you're not, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. Yeah. Have you ever done something, you, you do a job and you're 
like this this is what I do and for me it could be going on stage at a theatre or whatever and there's somebody who's sort of like well, they've rocked up there and they're going to tell you how you do what you do before I go on stage and somebody will say to me are you nervous and I always think when you say that it's you that's nervous right, it's I, not me this is what I do mm, man mm-hmm. I've, I've got to that place where I'm like I'm at home here mm-hmm. if I do a bad job it's me that knows that I've done a bad job. Above all things, nobody can tell me otherwise. I know that I've got to do more work on myself on this particular part of my um, actions on stage or in my poetry. It's a thing of beauty to get to that point. I don't think there's anybody in the broadcast industry that is a mother and daughter, as you two are, that has been through the journey that you two have and that has arrived at the same tangential with each other a professional level and, and is putting that out as well at the same time. It is quite an extraordinary thing to see. There's nobody else oh, is doing it. True. Nobody. It's nobody true. in Thank this industry. Thank you. No, it is, and you know it. I can see that, don't you? Yeah, you know I do that, know that. You know that I, I can do see know that. You and can see everything. It is extraordinary. The journey you've been through, Makita, and the journey you've been through, and different journeys. Mm. But you're so... I watch your documentaries as well. You're so linked. You're so aware of each other's presence yes and, and that that unspokenness mm. actually translates to all of us you well, know that, and we're, we're i just think so we get real freedom from working with each other and our relationship mm. is really key one of the reasons we do this podcast in this way and get somebody to bring somebody with them is because oh, yeah. because i think because of the way we are together okay. uh, how other people interact and how that changes their world like how friendships or relationships change your the direction of your life the direction of your work the direction of your moment you know, it's, it's endlessly fascinating to us. You know, we're quite nosy as well. Obviously. Yeah, also, it's quite <laughs> nosy. And we just want to know what's happening in your life. But, but were you, were it's you clo- important. It's big stuff. Yeah. yeah. Were you close immediately or was it kind of... Because you've been Straight friends... Away. Right. I think we were. It was my partner yeah. who introduced us both. Mm-hmm. And then me and my partner separated. Yeah. And then it's like a cowboy film. And then we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> How do we belong? <laughs> you, did, you did. You said that. You did. And actually, that was a navigating yeah. of who we are, are as friends. Unfortunately, I'm friends with my ex. And How soon into the relationship did you uh, cut Lem's hair? Straight away. As soon as I sat in front of you, Lem being Lem. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> Are those teeth real? <laughs> I'm just fascinated by those teeth. teeth in your head, are they real? But then you were like coming up, getting more, even more visible with your career. Mm, mm. So you came to me because you'd spent years going to barber shops and not feeling oh listened God, to. Oh my God, my barber. Or heard. Can I tell you about my barber? Yeah. Do, do black men go through that as well? Oh yeah, listen. <laughs> my barber, he's in the middle of my side. Because I grew up, I didn't meet a black person until I was nine. I didn't meet a person of colour. I didn't meet a person of, I didn't, know a person of course so I was 16 so then I marched to Moss Side in Manchester the heart of Moss Side I'm like tell me who I am (laughs) (laughs) whatever I I was very naive and the the hairdresser I used to go right in the heart of Moss Side he had bottle um, glasses on he was an old guy who's a little bit bitter and bitter (laughs) and he would like he would come over to me and be like right so Come, come, come. He was quite um, manipulative, so he'd be like, oh, this is great. And I'd be like, no, it's not. And I don't know if it's not. Oh, oh, so I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Hair's like the first thread to, well, for me, to identity. The connection. Yeah, and the connection to yeah, yeah. where you come from. And God, I've had a hair journey. How's yours been? Yeah. <laughs> I had dreadlocks. Uh, and then I cut them when I was about 21 or so. Well, that's um, a big deal, cutting locks. It was, it was, do you know why I cut them? 
my locks were a crutch for me. They were really important, like a crutch on your on your leg. But when your leg mended, the crutch started to hurt my arm. And so that's why I cut them. And that metaphor stayed in mind. Did Plus, they identify you like oh, I am I, black listen, and man, I, I have... love my lot. Hair is hair is such a powerful, thing. Potent. Yeah, it's like, so funny you mentioned this because I went to see a play yesterday called The Legend of Them by Lorna G. There's a clip where she cuts her locks off and burns them for oh. the very reason that you're saying that she didn't want to be identified as as that. And there's a an amazing holistic hairdresser in America, and she says to have the locks is freedom, and to shave your hair is liberation. liberation. Wow. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. No, that, but I, that I, is, I said that because yeah. it's liberation to yeah. me. Yeah. To right. I, I got, do you know what? I forget you had locks still. I used to have locks. For for years. We saw your picture. My hair was just problems for me. Mm. It used to break all the time. Mm. Like when I was a teenager and everybody used to straighten their hair, I couldn't yeah. do it because it would just melt. Yeah. Couldn't dye it, couldn't do anything. And it was, it was a lot of work. Yeah. When I finally went, do you know what? I'm just shaving it off. Mm. I was just like released oh, from such a big cycle. Deal. Mm. You know, it's a big deal that mum is, I think, a, a black shaved head woman yeah, yeah. on primetime BBC mm. television. You know, it's a big deal. And the fact that women use hair for their beauty all the time. And my mum has made this whole role in the world for herself that represents beauty and style. Oh. And they never would have put those words near a black woman without hair mm. in her 50s. And now 60. And now 60, but you came with these moves in your 50s. But do you know what I mean? Like, that for me is such big move making. Because I think the talk, talking about invisibility as you get older as, as a woman, and I'm 39 now, and I see that happening to women around me, and I, and I just love that my mum went the opposite yeah, direction. Absolutely. Went, no, I'm going to be more visible than ever. Yeah, yeah. Do you proud think of that you. the work you do helps people actualise themselves? 100%. I often don't see anyone unless they come in for a consultation first. Right. So I don't book appointments straight away because I need to get That's to know right. them and get an, an idea. And they're like, tell me your professional opinion of what I think you should do. And I'm like, I think we need to build a relationship because what I might suggest you might not like based on, I don't know, some trauma or bad experience. So I need to get time to know you to help you work out what you might like or feel confident with. This is really interesting because it really, hair really is potent. Yeah. What happens on yeah. your head, it's a powerful mm. statement. It can, right? And it's also, I just suddenly realised it really can hold trauma. And my my yeah, weave yeah. Yeah, yeah. brought me trauma right. because I didn't want it. And I was... And it's clutching to your hair as well. Totally. It's tight. Clutching to your hair. And also I felt... To uh, your head, I, I did not like not being able to feel my scalp. I have to say also, there are some girls who look beautiful yeah. with weave and they look yeah. after them yeah. and they look slick. I'm not like that. Yeah. So uh, mine was somewhat lopsided because I just didn't want it. It was not welcome yeah. with my spirit. Yeah. And I had it for television when I was very young. And then I got into a cycle where my hair underneath was just breaking. And I just, I would always say it's not good enough for camera. So I would just keep having mm. these weaves. I think I had a weave for t t oh God, 11, 12 years. Wow. God. And you hated it? I hated it. And then I took it out one day and I realised my hair was longer than the weave. <laughs> but I had a weave and like, we're Bob to him. My real hair got to here. I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. And one day I just plaited it into 12. Mm. And I was like, I remember this. Mm. I remember this. I remember her. Oh. And it was the most oh incredibly powerful thing. I haven't looked bloody back since. Yeah, but then you're being like your authentic self yeah. and you feel you feel good and you feel liberated. My thing was I relaxed it from the age of 15 till I was 17 and I'm a hairdresser. My first job was in a Japanese salon, which was fun and I had natural hair and I was like 12 till I was 16. And then oh, my wow. next job was for like Tony and Guy and it's like very European led. So it's like yeah. the relaxed hair, the sharpest haircut and all right. of that stuff. Later on, when I got to about 30, I was like... 
why do I not feel good with the way that my hair grows out of my head as is, like with no manipulation whatsoever? Why can I not feel good about that? And I'd always worn my hair short. And I shaved it off and I hated it. And I oh. wasn't, I didn't like the texture. Mm. And there was like this identity of beauty and masculinity mm-hmm. and femininity and all of this sort of stuff. And then I relaxed it again for a further two years. And then I shaved it again. And I said, look, if you change nothing, nothing changes. Mm. So I had to like fake it for about 18 months or two years. If you look change in the mirror, nothing, nothing, nothing changes. changes. Yeah. Just saying that for the listeners. That is deep. Pull that out <laughs> and put that in my heart. Like, if you change nothing, nothing changes. Yeah. No, because people yeah. sit about going, yeah. why yeah. is it still the same? Yeah. It's like, because you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's yeah. so interesting. So you, so, you, so you shaved it again two years later and, just, yeah. and your mind changed. You were like, I, yeah, want, exactly. I want to feel this. Yeah. I want this to feel good. Yeah. So I'm just going to live like it and is. I was, I was fronting. But I was like, imagine I'm your hairdresser and I look really confident and I catch my reflection. I'd be like, <laughs> oh. So it took about 18 months to two years. And then I was like, okay, this is it. So when I get clients that are going through their own transitional process, I'm really sensitive to that. I'm not like, it's just hair, you'll be fine. You've been through it. And I always share that story just so they like feel safe and feel okay to make the transition. Because it does make you feel very vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. Like really, really vulnerable. Yeah. I remember going to this, um, like a black hairdresser, and I'm from Suffolk, yeah. and they that? were speaking in that St. Lucian patois, which I can't understand. It's like French something mm-hmm. weird yeah. patois. And I knew they were talking about me. I just could feel it. And they were laughing and doing stuff. And I just sat and I felt so small. Yeah. I left there like with tears running down yeah. my face and she'd mashed up my hair. It was like traumatising. Yeah. What is your hairdresser? What is that? It. I know that you know those places because sometimes you talk to me about them. Want to know sort what of with that, that is. slightly unwelcoming energy. Like, what is that about? It's not a nice experience. And in my experience, I've been a client and I've worked in some spaces like that. I don't want to feel like that and I don't want clients to feel like that. Over the time, I got mindful about language when you're exchanging with clients. So, yeah. for example, like language that would be used like, oh, your hair's tough or your hair's nappy, or you should relax it. We're all unique. Like, all of it has its pros. Mm. So don't make anyone feel shit about themselves. There was an advert on telly, and it was like, is your hair curly, tight, frizzy, don't worry. And I went, like a black woman. I mean, just say it. God, I'm not surprised I used to feel like crap, like Mm. through the 70s and through the early Mm. 80s, all of that time, all that 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 message all all the time. Don't worry. There's something you can do about it. It's like, why have we got to do something about it? But I want to talk about the fact that you have a salon in Dawson, down the road. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You can can heal everyone. Just in the end. You're the Dawson healer. We like it. I was reading, I was like, wait a minute, what salon? Where? Amazing to start your own business. Mm. as well and mm-hmm. because you worked at Avida, worked at Tony and Guy. Is that a shift for you? Yeah. Yeah. But I had good training. Oh. So I got good mentors, good people that have been in the game or freelancing for a long time. So they always share. And I think I did it on a small scale. So I did it with like renting a chair. My mentor gave me the best advice. When I worked for a big company and I was thinking about going freelance, she said, look, working for a big company is like being with your family. Then when you rent a chair in a space, it's like flat sharing. And then when you have your own salon, it's like your own flat. And you've been living independently since you were 17. So you know how to run a household. So you'll be fine. Who's the boy? Who's the boy? Boy, that's amazing. You know how to run a household. You've been doing it since you were 17. That is absolutely what it is like, right? It's exactly the same.
feel that you have autonomy and power in your career right now, Len? Myself? Yeah, I'm walking down the avenue that I want to walk down and I'm lucky enough to meet the people that um, inspire me and uh, I'm doing the work that I love and loving the work that I do. And actually, I'm truly appreciating it. And that means that I can give better service, man. Yes. Right? Oh yes. Right? Talk about the service. No, but this is really important because the more service we give yeah. in our lives, the fuller yeah. our hearts are and you the better... You said this in the car. I right? said it in the car. It is right. our we number one job. It. It's our number one job. Yeah. It's not just about giving back. It's like, you know, what is your service to yourself and the world? Mm. What are you here to do and give? There's a, a place on Chatsworth Road. It's called Too Sweet. It's a Caribbean oh, yeah, place. Please right. come now. Please. Right, it's been around for years. <laughs> please. Um, I've been in six okay. months, babe. Please. 26 years in Clapton. But there's a place on Chatsworth. It's called Too Sweet. They serve food from the Caribbean. I don't know if you know about it, Andrea. Tell me about Too Sweet. But yeah. That's great. That's yes. like oh. being at home. That's talking to somebody who's like, well, let me, you're coming into my house. Yeah, I'm, not, no, I'm not going into your house. It's like, bitch, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, look, there's yeah, anyway, a place too called sweet. Too Sweet. Yeah. Um, I've always been a bit intimidated about going in there because I'm not from here and I, I went in the other day. So I go in, blah, 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 woman in front of me. She's probably about 65. Uh, she's choosing the food. And so she says something to me or I say something to her and we start talking about the food. And she said, are you from the Caribbean? I said, no. And, um, and I just wanted to do it. And it's not something I do. But it was the moment, so I said, I, can I get you this? Can I get you this? And I could oh. see the woman behind the counter going, he's been chatting to this older lady. He he's saying, to... yeah, exactly. And she weird? just gave me a little, little look. And I was like, I'd like to get this for this person, if whatever it is. And I, I, I bought it for her. And um, she said, turned to me, she said, thank you. Just a, it was just like oh. a continuation of the conversation. That's yeah. all. It was yes. nothing. But yeah. she was just like, thank you. It just you. felt like and sharing I, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Caribbean community has given me so much. When mm. I went to Manchester, it was the Caribbean community. There was no African community there. Mm. It was them who introduced me to Bob Marley, who introduced me to reggae and Ethiopia, which is where I am from, my mm. parents. Anyway, so she said goodbye and she went out and I paid for it. It was like £5.50. She wasn't poor or asking no, for no, it. No, no, it's not the just, point. Yeah. I got so much out yeah. of that. I Doing something so nice good. for another like, human being. Like, that is how you connect. Not just through giving, just through connecting. Moments like that stay with me. Like when I have a good moment with my greengrocer guy, like it means something to me because it means that we're still here. It's, it's not a, just it's actually new, vital, isn't it's it? It's vital. Yes, it is. Community is everything. Yes, everything. it is. Yeah, Do you know, it's interesting you say that because I've lived in... Dawson for like 16 years and then I've opened the studio for a year and you know London has this people think of it as like it's not friendly there's no community so on and so on but since I've opened the studio I must admit like everyone there was a real sense of community like everybody says hello love you. people invite me to their shop there's all these people that say hello sometimes I can't even see them I've been doing hair and they say hello like they like yeah. proper know me I'm like hi they're happy like the place yeah. is there oh, this so is yeah, it this is it so then I'm like oh well, people say this it's cold or it's not it, yeah I agree when we left Clapton my fear was that we were going to move and it was going to be And I've been there for 25 years or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, a long time. Yeah. And I was really scared. My neighbours in Clapton, we lived around each other for time, for the whole time. And then I moved up here and we got in and the first day, everybody was like, welcome, welcome, welcome. And told me the whole run-ins. This one's nice. <laughs> don't go, don't turn left down there because that guy's an arsehole. I was like, oh my God, I love her. And I've got like proper community almost immediately nice. around here. And it, it allayed my fears. Mm. So I think, you know, there are huge 
humans everywhere. Yeah. It just depends on how you respond. That's the thing about service. If you move through the world with care and thought and attention and you keep your heart open yeah. then i think that changes how you respond and find community mm, yeah. that's why people are waving at you when you're doing hair and you're not even looking because they, they can do, feel your they vibes do, they yeah. do. energy they do they do they do the i mean you've got to make you do like sort of radiate something really lovely yeah. i have to say i opened the door and i went oh yeah, yeah. she's so pretty i like it yeah you just got like a shiny nice thing going on which yeah. is very good So, Lem, mm. I wanted to talk to you a little yeah. bit about love and, and what that looks like in your life these wait, days. Wait, can we just play the music? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's... Dun, dun, dun. How does love look in both of your lives? Love? Well, I am in a relationship with a woman called the Banana Bruiser. Oh! She's the Banana Bruiser. If you Google Banana Bruiser, you'll find out what she is. But she's a real person, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's oh, a real good. person. Yeah. She designs art on bananas by, okay. bru by bruising the banana and stuff. But that's not what she does. That's just like something she does on the side. She's, yeah, she works for um, Youth Business International and she's in Australia at the moment. She's um, fantastic. Lem, I didn't know you were in love. That's lovely. Well, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Anna. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, yeah. Lem, we didn't know you were in love. Oh, yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. You better believe it. The reason I say I guess I am, because I think uh, I love life at the moment, mm. and I think that's a really an important thing to me. And I think, you know, relationships can be difficult, and I'm much better on my own uh, in the world <laughs> in, in many ways, because I have control over everything then. A relationship means you've got to share the possibility of, not uh, getting your own way. Yeah, yeah. your outlook yes. is shared. Yeah, and you have somebody. to keep listening to somebody else. Yeah, I don't like that bit. No, I mean, it's hard. But the listening wow. thing in general, <laughs> I, I always think, <laughs> I, I basically, I'm, I'm at ease when it's only me speaking all of the time. And, and, and otherwise, I feel sort of belittled when the woman speaks. Uh, oh, oh Lem! my God! Lem, oh my God! I, 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 don't know what, I, I think I, you should stop that. I know. <laughs> I wanted to ask her, said something about being on your own. Yeah. And I wanted to know, do you think that's a, something about being brought up in care that you've kind of just, that alone feeling is something that you carry throughout quite a lot of stuff? Well, I think that being brought up in care is quite an intense experience. And I don't have children and I'm not married. So, you know, and I'm 56. Yeah, that's, that's my age. This is just the way it's turned out for me. And it ha could have something to do with the fact that I've, was brought up in care. But actually, there's a lot of people who were brought up in care and they do have children and they do have marriage. And they and do, they do like have, listening. You know, and they do like listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, Joma, you know this because you know this. Look, like, actually, even though I was joking, but just that yeah. it's really being performative as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and on stage, actually learning to listen. I'm joking. I like to listen. No, in fact, no, I get a buzz off listening. to stop and hear. Yeah, and it's, but it's vital. Right, it's vital. And it makes to you better at what you do, anyway. As a performer, the best speakers are the best listeners. Well, the best speakers can be good listeners mm. as well. It's important. It's imperative. Um, so I'm joking about that, and I think that listening is a an art which gives to you to your spirit as yes. well. This is why podcasts and this this is magic. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday about how hard it is for me to not be the best at the stuff. 
I've always tried to go to yoga. My body's not built for that kind of stuff. So I would try and go to this yoga class and it was always like yeah. very competitive. Again, mean girl stuff. Yeah. And I was always like, mm. isn't this supposed to be really spiritual? And I just walk away thinking, oh my God, I'm just a blob. Mm. And I feel like shit every single time. And then I finally when I became menopausal, found is this yoga studio, but it's like everybody, every age, every shape. Oh, and great. I'm still quite shit at it, but I loved being in there. That's great. But the hardest part of it for me was allowing myself to be shit at yeah. yoga. Like I not yeah. be up the front going, whoa, I got yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. See, interesting, okay. I'm learning how to play tennis at the moment. I've been playing tennis for about 10 years, but I had no idea how to play. Mm-hmm. Just rallying <laughs> yeah. and just wanting to like learning from like ex boyfriends and mates mm-hmm. and just little mm-hmm. bits. Mm-hmm. Finally decided to get a coach. Had two extraordinary lessons. I was like, oh, I'm killing this. <laughs> and then the last lesson was hell, and I was so crap and I couldn't remember anything. And I got very tantrumy actually. How did you? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> I didn't want to like. I don't want him to hate me, but I wasn't great. I was just like, this is. I was like, what's wrong? What What am I doing wrong? What's yes. wrong with yeah. this? In that voice. And he was just like. <laughs> Yeah, and he was just like, your mind is is all here. You've got to change your thoughts. You've come here and not been at a level that you thought you would be at today and you've decided now that you aren't good, you're shit, you won't really continue, you don't want to be here, you've crashed, crashed. it's over. You have to go through this bit with me. Yeah, Yeah, go through, he was like, you've got to go through this bit with me. You don't know everything, there's a a lot to learn. I don't know, I just thought about that as a metaphor for life, like, because I think Mm, we get quite like, let's smash that, we'll do that, bang, bang, sometimes you've got to be just bathing in the process. And also for me, it's about slowing down, like being able to slow my brain down enough to be give myself time to not win or be trying to win but actually just breathe Mm. and just be in the moment and have a calm peaceful not directional goal-driven moment yes actually lem told us in the piece of writing that you you make sure you holiday you make sure oh, you yeah. have time oh yes. actually that work gets in the way of your holidays <laughs> 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 she read it just before she came i had to show it to her obviously yeah. one of my friends she's a real hippie she's about 13 years younger than me and she said work revolves around her life like, I love that. I was like, wow. oh, okay. And it was because of the way I was working before. Like, I recently been reading a book by Gabor Mate called oh. The Myth of Normal. You mentioned earlier about being freelancers and doing things in your way and not doing it the way that everyone else does it. And so I was like, I want to I wanna have, like, I want to have some downtime. I want to go away. Yeah. And um, so what I started doing since 2015 is every January, I go away for a minimum of a month. Nice. So I, I just shut my books and go away. And other, like, hairdressers that have been in the business would be like, you're going to desecrate your clientele. You're going to this, that, and the other. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to try. I'm going to give everyone a heads up. Everyone books before. Everyone books either side. And then I go away and I'm actually... I feel like I'm nicer. I feel like I'm totally. doing them a service yeah. right? when I yeah. come back. Because you're happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm ready. Absolutely. Yeah. And they also get really inspired as yeah. well because I'm coming back. I'm sharing. I've got great energy. Yeah. Can I I've just broken say we up don't. the we winter. Get, no, no. We get, <laughs> we get pissed off. No. <laughs> you get pissed no, no, off. Because you're living it. the life. So, can and I, yeah. want can to I live. just No, wait. They can all I just, love it. Wait, on our dollar. I pay for that shit. Can I just, just say, he'll call me up and he'll see the shutters shut at my studio and he'll call me, I've passed your studio, where are you? I'm like, I'm not there. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want my hair doing it. And I'm like, you. because I can. The energy of, 
I can't stop. I don't think is particularly useful no, for a successful no, no. life. No, it's because not. Because it keeps no, it's you not. in that chasing, yeah. fearful place. Agreed. I've got to stay out here hustling. I've yeah. got to stay out. Uh, if you go, we were I'm talking good. About this. The hustle. The, 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 the hustle. hustle. It's not a, This year, I was yeah. like, no more hustling. The hustle is over. Thank you. And that's why I can stop. Nothing is so fragile that it is going to fall away because I take some time and to myself. And if it does, then it's probably not right. substantial enough to it's be not, in your life you know anyway. I, I spent um, about a year suffering from anxiety and not knowing that's what it was. Mm. And it took me a while to realise it was the environment and the job that I was in. Mm. And I was like trying to compete with everyone else because everyone else is doing the same thing. So mm. why can't yeah. I do it? And then I just took things into my own hands and I was just like, you know what, you need to just stop doing this because this doesn't fit you. Mm. And the minute I removed myself from there, my life's completely changed. That comparing so I, stuff is the... Is- Toxic. Yeah, it's, really, it's poison, isn't it? But also, it's having the courage totally to go. It's okay. I don't have to do it's that. The gift that keeps yeah, that's on what taking. they're doing. Yeah, it's nothing to do with me. Do Why it? do I think yeah. I've got to do that? Yeah. And I think also, you know, especially in our industry, in the broadcasting industry, you know, me and Makita talk about this a lot. You know, we're, we're so conditioned to thinking there's only room for one. You know, so if I've if somebody one else in, one out. who's you know another black That's woman true. over the age of forty-five has got a gig, I'm like, how come she's got that gig? Yes. How come I haven't got another That's gig? True. Maybe I should have another gig because yeah. we feel like there's not enough Nothing. space for all of us to live out our own dreams and do our own things. Because, because That's just, what we've been because told. Because it's rare. Yeah. You feel like it's this rare moment that yeah. someone gets to do their thing. You know Honestly, what I mean? That stops you from having the confidence in yourself as yeah. well. It means you're always looking outside of yourself. And actually, the key is it's when you're looking right, right way. in, right? You know, I want to talk to you about Lem. Can I just say how much I love your book for a start? Thank you. I I... mean, honestly, pass it to me, pass it to me. So I opened them, the curtains and page, light flooded in and out the rage. I was just like, shit, Lem. Damn, and there's another bit. We don't talk enough, said the sun to the moon. We have too little time and too much room. I just find it... So, like, the weight of the words, you use words with such economy and such effect. Thank you. That I think it's quite exceptional. I really, really do. And I'm not, like, blowing smoke up your ass. Oh, I, I know actually, you're not. I know you're genuinely not. Genuinely, yeah. I'm kind of amazed at the brevity with which you work and how how it lands. Rhyme on the second and the fourth line, and I put them out every single morning... Yeah. And I make them up in the morning and put them out. And there are a lot of them that are crap. But, <laughs> <laughs> but not the ones in the book, all right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, you I know, have to read you this one because it's reminding me. It's true, by the way. I'm saying that's true. <laughs> no, no, true. I believe you, know, you. I chose the best ones for the book and that's where the magic is. Yeah. And also the possibility that you might not be good one morning. Yeah. And that's yes. all right. And that's oh, all okay. Yes. yes. That's Every right. morning doesn't have to be this fucking No, you don't have to be the literary genius Genius. I have to read this one to you because it reminded Makita when she was little and uh, we lived on Powers Square. There was a church right there on Powers Square. Yeah, I know, I know the one. And, you know, with the cross outside and Jesus yes. on the cross. And Makita one day, she said to me, she was about six, and she went, why won't they let him get down? And I said, who? That's a great line. Who? What's he and doing up there? she said, the man. Why won't they let him get down? Right. And I went, oh, babe. And I felt so bad for her. <laughs> But and it's then, a, out of the mouths of babes. Yes, I mean, that question why won't they actually let is, him yes. get I, down? It's so deep. But I remember and then, feeling... Wait, I, you remember it? Definitely feeling... And this reminded me... I have walked in wilderness, said night, with worry, pain and righteous ire. Put down the cross, said light. We need the wood for a fire. Oh! Do you know who told me that? Do you know who told me that? Put down the cross, we need the wood for a fire. 
Dana Bryant. Yeah. New Eurekan Soul. That's right. Yes, that's I right. Is that her. I am the Black Gold of the Sun? No, I don't think it is. Okay, sorry. Yeah. That poem Thank you. Is just Do you know what's great is going out with this. I've, I'm touring. I was on stage last night mm. to go out with a book that's called Let the Light Pour In, mm. rather than a book called My Name Is Why, which is all about my care. <laughs> <laughs> ringing is yeah. like I was brought up in care and I had a terrible time, <laughs> which is true but to go out with a book that's called let the, the light, light pour, pour in. in to a full audience like there oh. was last night saying the i got them to sing one of the poems and it's just oh. it's just um yeah it's a bit of a joy at the moment so, i yeah, said yeah. earlier yeah. i said when i think of them i think of sunshine oh you are mm. very sunshiny human being then Thank you. and i think that is a really precious commodity i it's love a beautiful this I, thing. I want this everywhere i go <laughs> Like when I get on the bus, this problem with getting on buses and, and Ubers is they don't say this to you. They say, where are you going? And your, your, oyster, your oyster's not working. What's your score? You're quite you're chatty, aren't you? I bet you're like 3.5. Do you know what? I am really... I, <laughs> I went tops, right? Tops. Three point five, three point six. Do you know what I do? I chat right to the driver and I tip as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but not all the time. Just yeah. when the, when the mood takes me, you know. Ooh. I've always got taxis. So and you have as well, yeah. I think. So when I was a kid and we had no money, my mum even then had a taxi account, even because she I think got a job and like had a little bit of money. She said, right, yeah. she's got a taxi account. She's addicted to taxis. She always has been. And then when just we tired. moved here, she was, <laughs> You were like 25. Right. Yeah. Tired. Yeah. You're tired. I've always got taxes as well. No, but then mm -hmm. we moved here, Lem, yeah. and Sabrina, and the central line is at the other end of the road. <laughs> and my mum was like, oh, the tube. Okay, I'm going to get the tube. And she was like an excited Victorian. She was like, this is incredible. Have you oh, been on this tube. thing? Have you been on this thing? She's like, I'm in town. 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, that's the central line, mum. And then she so went on in rush hour. She was oh, like, oh, my God. Never again, never I was like, again, never yeah. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. you. There was a delay, there were all these sweaty <laughs> people. I hated public transport and I worked in central London for over 20 years. And then the same mentor, she said, Sabrina, you know you do your own hours. You just don't travel in rush hour. So I stopped getting black cabs because as a black man, I couldn't get black cabs right. at 18, 18 years of age. We didn't have any money, but for some reason we were getting, we were in town trying to get a black cab. And I remember thinking, I'm a kid, and that, why won't these cabs stop for my mum and me? Or they would pull in and then they'd and see then a they'd white see... person further up and, and then pull would, back out and, and drive what? up. And do you know what? Wow. What's his name wrote a song about it? Can I get a taxi? Lenny Kravitz. Oh. Um, Lenny Kravitz got a track called Can I Get a Taxi? There's oh. somebody else, like loads of black he's artists. Even Lenny can't this. get a cab. Even Lenny can't he's got locks <laughs> and he's in town. <laughs> Sabrina, are you Caribbean? Mum is from Jamaica and my dad is from St. Lucia. Oh, oh St. Lucia. Well, I've gone to Jamaica loads, but I've not been to St. Lucia, which oh, I get told oh. off by all beautiful. my St. Lucian family and friends. Some great like, writers you sell out, you St. Lucia. Yourself from Jamaica. I mean, <laughs> Derek Walcott. Derek Walcott. <laughs> Nobel, Nobel, Nobel Prize winning writer. Amazing. It's from St. Lucia. Wow, yeah. awesome. Being born with the English language as well, I think as a diaspora, you yeah. learn to command the English language mm. more. There are great writers all over mm. the Caribbean, from Guyana, St. Lucia, Jamaica. the language, the meat and oh. bones yes. of the language. Oh, yes. the... And that, you imagine that's what they brought when they came here mm. as right. well. 
yeah. you know, a, a love of the language. And imagine mm. arriving with the language that you love in the birth country of it, yeah. and then being rejected mm. and then by being the country. Do you know what, um, Lem, I just, and Serena, I just did this um, uh, evening with Lenny Henry at the BFI for his mm. new Three Little Birds series, created and written by him, and it's just beautiful. And that was something they really do well, because it's something I didn't even, to my shame, didn't even really think about think until about we did our Caribbean show, the detail of the psychological trauma and head oh, God, that was beautiful in your documentary, by the way. Thank you two realising and connecting with your, your past. It's almost like the spirits of the past Seriously, were waiting for you. Then. When you were at the path, you were at some house and you, you, oh. when, you, when you turned around as well at some point and you went to have your moment with yourself, I oh, thought God, the spirits yeah. are alive it, in there. It felt like that when we were making it, you know. You know when you sometimes go somewhere and you're like, okay, I think something quite big mm, is happening. Yeah, we're doing happening. something that we're meant to be doing. You were stirring it up as well. Yeah. You were, ah, you were, look you know, at that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It's beautiful. Thank you so much for coming though today. Oh my god, it's been so Filled lovely. Us up. Come on, let come the on, light come on, pour come in. And let the come light pour come in. Come on, thank you. Thank you. All day, every day, right? All day, every day. I told you he was like sunshine, right? I didn't know he was such a laugh, though. He's hilarious. It's funny, isn't it? Because I think when people think poet, they think of somebody very serious, a kind of older... I loved Sabrina Kid. She was amazing. Oh, my God, I'm going to her salon. I'm going I, next I week. knew you were kidding. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm going to because, because the thing is, you know, we don't talk about hair because, uh, oh you know, God, I think it's so a frustrating true. conversation for you because I was so unhappy with my hair for so long. But to talk to Sabrina, she gets it. It's not true that I don't like talking about hair. I just get sometimes bored when well, we that's, talk well, that's about not hair. acceptable in hair chat. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sabrina look bored? No. no she Sabrina, had more to say and more to Sabrina give. Sabrina did not look So bored. I'll be going to Sabrina's. My heart, my belly and my mind are all full and gently, gently. No, look at you're going to break my glass. <laughs> Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.